0: From the high desert in Far East, West, Texas, this is the world's fastest growing sports media podcast with at sports TV ratings. And uh, this is the crazy talk talking to myself edition of the podcast uh, just about the uh, the uh, ESPN and Barstool stuff. And uh, and uh, I listened last night. I'm recording this uh, early on the uh, the morning of Tuesday, October 24th. And uh, Monday night I listened to uh, the press box podcast from the ringer with uh brian curtis and david Shoemaker and uh and that was really good as usual i thought uh i thought curtis brought up uh some interesting angles uh particularly on the uh on the barstool stuff but uh, they also weighed in on uh on the alex mather of the athletics uh comments to uh new york times bro kevin draper and uh and those guys uh, weighed in on uh, jim l hill returning from suspension as well um, and I'm sure like Deitch and Orand and others will uh, will get on this topic and uh, cover the uh, the what happened. Um, but the, the thing that I'm really curious about is why did it happen like this and, uh, and how to fix it. And uh, before doing that, I, I kind of want to segment the world into a uh, before SC6 and after SC6. I don't know if those are the... The fair delineations in time, but uh, uh, arbitrary as it is, that's the, that is the one that I'm picking. And uh, before SC6, my thoughts on John Skipper largely amounted to this: uh, I gave him very high marks on uh, on overseeing content creation. Uh, I like a lot of the content that comes out of ESPN, uh, not just on TV, but uh, in various places. And uh, and so I, I think uh, ESPN is very good at uh, at making content um on the business side uh, i give skipper much much higher marks than uh than uh, some of the clowns who uh who love to critique him and uh while i think that uh that there might be some truth into the fact that uh or or into the narrative that uh, espn uh, was too aggressive and overpaid uh perhaps for uh for some of its rights uh, while there might be some grain of truth in that, there's definitely a grain of, tru- grain of truth in this. If ESPN didn't have the NFL and the NBA right now, uh, the narratives would not be about, you know, pretty, pretty middling uh, subscriber declines and ratings declines. They would instead be focused on how the business model was sabotaged and what was once a carriage fee, affiliate fee of north of $7 a month. Per household had been, you know, negotiated down by the bundle providers to south of two dollars a month per household, and uh, I think that is, you know, that is the post-apocalyptic world ESPN uh, would have been facing uh, without those, uh, without those sports rights. So when it comes to uh, sort of overseeing the protection of ESPN's great business model and uh, milking it as best they can uh, on the ride down. I still give uh, Skipper very, very high marks. Um, but when it comes to sort of the uh, squishy communications, marketing, PR stuff uh, that is, is not always fun to deal with, uh, I'm going to have to give Skipper, uh, at least post-SC6, an F-minus-minus. And uh, I'm trying to think about how it is that he arrived at getting this F-minus-minus grade on some of this stuff. Uh, particularly like this stuff with barstool where it is very very legitimate and I'm certainly not the only one thinking it uh, to think that come on John Skipper you knew all this stuff the all the reasons that you listed for canceling barstool they were true before you launched barstool uh, van talk so what's up why did this happen what is the reason that this happened and uh, my theory is this there are no pessimists And in in trusted positions of leadership at ESPN, they are all optimists. And this is what happens when everyone's an optimist. And I got to tell you, it's one of the greatest things about sports media. It is overflowing with smart, high energy optimists. And if I'm John Skipper, I would much rather work around those people. Uh, Give me give me the optimist. You know, I want to be surrounded by the optimist. Uh, And that's all well and good when things are going good. But when you know, when the world is a little bit ugly, uh, uh, here's what didn't happen that should have happened, you know, somewhere in the chain over the last few weeks while they were doing this barstool stuff, there should have been some trusted pessimist who went to Skipper or went to whoever was in, you know, whoever had the responsibility for this decision, whoever Skipper delegated it to and said, look. There is high risk here of a uh, blowback and the upside is just not that much. So why are we fucking around with stuff that has high downside, but not much upside? A pessimist does not want to do those deals. I mean, pessimists will say no to everything, even a good deal. Usually, you know, usually no is the first thing, but a pessimist certainly, certainly will not do a deal where, there's way more upside, way more downside than upside, and this is always what the barstool uh, deal looked like to me. I confess my pessimism uh, on in in many ways, uh, and uh, and uh, I, I you know I, I get I get wanted to be sur- surrounded by optimists, but John Skipper F minus minus here, buddy. You need a trusted pessimist, and here's the thing. I think you have some of these people in your organization, and what it tells me is you don't trust them. So maybe that's the thing to fix uh, because uh, this is this is an egg on your face that could have easily, easily been avoided, but you didn't avoid it. So that's it for me. See ya.